welcome to the Exit Mindset Podcast. I'm Ram Akili. 15 years ago, when I was trying to sell one of my companies, I couldn't get what I thought was the right price for it. I realized I had things set up the wrong way, even though the company was profitable. So I spent years researching and studying exit strategies to improve my company's valuation. I discovered that the same process that improves valuation would improve business profitability and give me more free time. I'm here to show you what I have learned. You see, the best way to grow your business is to look at it from the perspective of someone who's going to buy your company. Once you start thinking that way, magic happens, and you start seeing things you could not see before. But that's not all. I also discovered the three principles that you must know to command a better price for your company. The three principles are, first, the product, second, the infrastructure, and third, the conversation you have with the consumer. Once you master these three principles, you will be on your way to increasing your profits, your company valuation, and get more work-life balance. So listen in and learn how you can do that. I will teach you through this podcast lessons from the trenches, and we will have a dialogue with some of the greatest minds on the planet. Now today, we're going to be talking about market segmentation. Do you ever wonder if you have the right customer, you have the right client, you have the right people that are buying your product? Is it possible that you might be targeting the wrong people? Or is it possible that your product is fitting more to different segment? And today we're going to be talking about that. One of the most important things about your business is who are you selling your product to and who's purchasing your product? Meaning that if you have a product that is being sold to the wrong segment, odds are your revenues aren't going to be as much as you like it to be. There is a very good reason for that. And that is that if people that desire a product are not the optimal number in terms of the segment population you're, that is targeted, you're going to have less sales. If there's a city with a thousand people and only 100 people like your product and 50 of them are mixed up with another 50 of people that do not necessarily want your product, you are at 50% target ratio, meaning that you really are targeting 50 rather than 100. Wouldn't it make more sense if you target the entire 100? Of course it would. It's very simple, simple math, not complicated. However, as we always talk in the exit mindset, is that the most complex concepts are not necessarily the best concepts at all. Simplicity in understanding what an issue is makes all the difference in the world. It all comes back to basics. And if you look at the biggest foundational teachings in the world, they're based on basic concepts. You always have to go back to basics. So in the exit mindset, we talk about three principles, product, infrastructure, and the conversation. When it comes to your market segmentation, all three have to be considered in that process. Let me start with the product. Is the product the right product for the market segment you're targeting? Is it optimal? Does it fulfill their needs and desires and what they want out of it? Or does it have elements that are missing? How do you figure this out? One, you look at your revenue. Second, you look at your market research. The second part of it is your infrastructure. Again, we talk a lot about that in the book. Is your infrastructure readily configured to give you the output you need that your consumer is going to be happy with? Whether it's support systems, sales systems, marketing systems, operational, you name it. Any part of your infrastructure is it configured in, in the right way for the right segment? And if the answer is there's deficiencies or no, then you got to really examine everything in that area to figure out 
where it's at, and see if you can make some tweaks to make it to make a change. And then the last one is your your conversation. Remember, the conversation is all the verbal and nonverbal communication you have with your consumer. So again, it's simple. If your product is perfect for the consumer and it's something as simple as the color of the product is not necessarily palatable to your consumer or your market, you're going to have probably less reaction from the consumer and less sales and less revenues. And you have to ask yourself a question. Do I really have my product and my conversation and my infrastructure set up all three in the right way? And this is what's called a force multiplier, which we're going to be talking about in a future segment. And it's a force multiplier. Many, many people, what they do is that they go out and either tweak their conversations. So the product is talking in a certain segment and whether it's the nonverbal conversation, such as maybe the shape, the color, the facilities, looks and feel, or whatever they're doing in a nonverbal way to communicate with the consumer, or whether it's the actual communication itself, the verbal written communication, they tweak that. And most likely that's what they do to target the right people. And they forget about the other two parts, the infrastructure and the product itself. So all these things have to come into play. And if you do one of them, sure, you're going to be way ahead in the game probably. And most likely you would, because you're going to accurately target and correctly reach out to your consumer. But if you do all three, can you imagine what would happen? Can you imagine the power? Because the power is not one plus one plus one equals three. The power is, it's almost three to the power three. It's almost nine times the power that you would get normally. And that's what you're looking for. Because in business, what you look for to be able to achieve success and result is to achieve what we call force multipliers. And force multipliers is stacking of all the efforts to achieve a synergistic impact on your business and your company. So what I want you to do is take a sheet of paper and draw three lines that the exit mindset is predicated on, which is product, infrastructure, and the conversation. Under each line, trying to write three things that you think you can improve to target correctly. And once that's done, take the top idea from each area and start implementing. So take the first idea and run it by your team, run it by your crew. And again, use another sheet and come up with nine ways you could actually make that happen between all of you. Just go through a brainstorming session and trying to figure it out. Once that's done, Take your top three ideas of how to make it happen and start working on it. And you're going to find significant power in creating that way of doing things. And you're going to find significant results that are going to come out, especially if you assign a team member to have the leadership position on that particular item. So don't try and just come up with ideas and do nothing with it. The best thing you could do for yourself is to take that idea and assign it to somebody. Make sure that somebody's in charge of that idea. Once you do that, you're going to find that you accomplish a lot more results than you would had you just kind of let it go. And, and pretty much 90% of, I, I would say not even 90%, I'd say 99% of the time, people that just have ideas, they just get wasted. They just sit somewhere on some sort of a sheet on somebody's head or on a computer, and it doesn't get anywhere. And that is a whole topic by itself, by the way, the science of implementation, the science of getting things done. And we can talk about all these things in a, in a future episode. But right now, what I'm trying to focus you on is going out there and creating an implementable item in your repertoire of actionable things that you could do and go from there. So let's talk about some of the ways 
or some of the distinctions you can create in your market segmentation process. So I'm going to list you a few of them in here. You got to look at, for example, the age of the consumer you're targeting. And their age will determine probably how your product is configured, how your infrastructure is built, and how your conversation with them is going to be. Example, your targeting of, a, of somebody who is, say, for example, in college is going to be different than the targeting of somebody who is a senior about to retire or is retired. Would you speak the same way to them? Would you uh, have your facilities looking the same way? Example, in the case of conversation, would your infrastructure be designed or staffed with the same type of people to respond to them? My answer is probably not. Most likely, you're going to have a different kind of people that will respond to them. Is the messaging going to be the same? Of course not. So therefore, you have to look at that very, very carefully. And the, probably the first question you got to sit with your team and wonder about is that who's my target market? And lots of times in businesses I find, especially the companies I look at, is that there's an overgeneralization of the target market is. So sometimes the target market could be just, for example, college students. But is it possible that you could have to take it even down, even lower? Maybe college students at example at Ivy League? Is it college students at local colleges? College students that are maybe part-time or full-time? You name it. It doesn't matter. You got to be able to figure out even more precisely who you're targeting because there are what's called riches and niches, as you know. And again, that's another subject we'll be talking about later on. But right now, the idea that you know who your target consumer is, is important. Now, I delve down into the issue of the age for a segment and how you go even further down, deeper into the segment. But let's talk about if the conversation is about seniors. And I'm bringing those two contrasted examples because all of us can understand the difference between the two. Would you talk to them the same way? Is it which seniors you're looking for? Are they seniors that are retired? Are they continuing to work? Are they in a certain segment of the population? On and on and on. So that's something you got to look into. So the age is one of them. Let's look at another one. Gender. Is your product going to be the same for all genders? Of course not. It's not going to be the same. So you got to take that into consideration. I mean, of course, there's a segment of the population get to, oh, everybody's got to be the same. But it can't. It doesn't make sense. You got to be able to target product according to the segment you're looking for without getting into any specifics here because, you know, the specifics start to get a little bit dicey. So let's go to the next one. Let's talk about income. Are you targeting this certain segment of the population based on their income and what they have? For example, in some instances, you might want to target people that are, for example, savers, that are early savers. You could do that because you have a product for them. But you can also target people that have already saved a lot. They're a different type. Whatever your product is, you got to be able to figure out what income level you're after. Again, you, you look at your product, you look at your infrastructure, and you look at the conversation you're having with them to decide all these things. And you have to understand, again, we go back always to the buyer perspective, the buyer of your company's perspective. The buyer will always ask themselves, what am I paying for? Am I paying for a product that is really barely going to the right people? Imagine yourself, would you buy a company that the product is not exploited fully to the right consumer that they could all relatively or reasonable portion of them would look at the product and say, I'm interested in that. And you have enough revenues coming in from that segment. And if the answer is no, you yourself, if you're buying a company of, of that type, you would go one of two things. Either you offer less or you won't buy it at all because it's too much trouble to figure it all out. So usually a buyer is going to offer you less for your company 
because they think that your product is not exploited fully and they have to do all the work for you. So that means your valuation of your company is going to be less. So what you want to do is examine those issues ahead of time and configure your company in a way that fits with the consumer that you're trying to target and generate the most revenue from. And the buyer of the company will see the same thing. And in appreciation, they will give you the price you look for the company. But remember, the exit mindset is not predicated only on selling the company. The exit mindset is predicated on taking a buyer's perspective so that your company gets better and you can generate more revenues and you have more time and have better valuation for the future. So when do you want to do that? So if a key component of it is market segmentation, surely you want to take advantage of that and you want to make sure that you're doing it. And it can be as part of your day-to-day. It doesn't have to be something that you stop all operations. I'm, gee, I'm going to go and work, work on my market segmentation. You need to look at it from a perspective of this is something I got to work on. And if you're better off, if you work on it today and you're done in six months, then in six months, look at it, you say, still, I don't have it because I don't have the time to do it. And that's, again, another topic, how to parse operations, how to deal with these things, how to leverage your time and the concept of I can't do it because I don't have time. And we'll talk about that a lot in the future. All these things will be hashed out one by one until we get you to an optimal level where your company is truly fundamentally sound and you are doing more revenues and creating more better life for yourself and more freedom for yourself. Let's take about another concept. What is their family situation? Are you looking for people that are married? They're single? They probably, whatever the case might be. That's one of the profiles you look for. I mean, again, maybe not. Maybe there's no bearing on what you do, but I'm just bringing it up. Another thing you look at in terms of market segmentation is the level of education. What is the education level? If it's certain level, maybe you're looking for people that graduated from college or just high school. Look, there's a market for everybody. Everybody needs something. You might have a product that could sell easily to people that just graduated out of high school, not going to college. And that product could be very profitable. So if your product is there, you're going to have to figure out that this is the market I'm after and precisely target that market. And we can go more into, the, into that. And we will go more into the market segmentation issue down the line. But in the meantime, I'm giving you specific tangible actions you can undertake now to figure it out and to do something about it. Remember, if you do something about it now, it's better than just having a master plan that encompasses everything in the world to get it done. That's the biggest problem people fall into. I got to figure it all out before I start. Don't bother. Just take a few actions and you'll see that it works. Like I always say, action is everything. Use it or lose it. Use that sheet of paper that we discussed earlier and take action on something today. Until then, we'll see you in the next podcast. I'm Ramakali. You've just listened to the Exit Mindset Podcast with Ramakali. If you haven't yet subscribed or followed, please do so in your podcast listening app. Or better yet, visit ExitMindset.com to join the conversation access the show notes and discover our bonus content. Lastly, we want to help as many business owners as possible. If you know anyone who could benefit from the information given in this podcast, please feel free to share it with them. Until next time.